Hello and welcome to the Helping Organisations Thrive podcast. This is your host, Julian Roberts. This podcast is to provide leaders with insights, discussions and robust strategies to help their companies thrive in these challenging times. We will be interviewing business leaders, owners and experts in the field of business resilience. Uh, welcome to Helping Organisations Thrive. Uh, today, I have the pleasure of uh, Jonathan Fields. Uh, welcome, Jonathan. Thank you, Julian. Glad to be here. Yeah, you're all the way in uh, California, and I'm in the UK, so we're on a, I don't know, seven, eight hours apart in our time zone, but it's great to have you on and great to have a conversa- conversation with you. I'm just going to tell the audience a little bit about you um, and, and the reason why you're on here today. Uh, you're the CEO and co-founder of Assembly, and Assembly is all about uh, a recognition and engagement platform that helps scale company culture. Uh, and you've worked with the likes of Coca-Cola and Amazon. So you're you're up there in terms of creating um, a scaling of company cultures in those companies. And we are today going to be looking at the whole aspect of um, engaging uh, your employees. And I know that's what you're about and that's what your company is about and I just want to really delve into that because I think it's a really hot topic. But before we go there, I just want to ask you, what do you love about what you do? <laughs> That's a great question. What do I love about what I do? First off, you get to build a company. You get to work with people. You get to, get to collaborate and build something from scratch. That is amazing. I get to see people, each experts in their own field, sales, design, marketing, technology, and they take a dream and turn it into reality. Everyone talks about building, but not everybody does it. And actually doing that and working with the people who can create has been unbelievably rewarding. And to watch people grow in their current roles has been one of the more rewarding professional experiences of my life. Wow, that's brilliant. So it's great that you're actually you're initiating something of a dream that you've had, but also actually executing it and developing it and then seeing other people come along with you and growing that. How did you just get into that space? What was the sort of the, the driver yeah. into the space of where you've got to this sort of company? Pretty much everyone's an amalgamation of their experiences. And I started out as an investment banker and t- totally different than the technology world that I'm in today. We didn't even touch technology. Back then, I used to work crazy hours, oftentimes on things that would never see the light of day. And I loved it. The truth is I wanted to do that. But when I did that, I never even got a thank you. You get money, which is great, but that doesn't make you happy. And so early on in my career, I wanted to build something, not just move money from one place to another place. So I joined, I took a big risk in my opinion. I joined a really early technology company I knew nothing about it. It was called ZipRecruiter. Now, most people have heard of it today. It's one of the bigger job boards in the world. But back then, nobody heard of it. When I got there, it was the biggest contrast to what I had in investment banking. There was masseuses coming into the office. There was kombucha on tap, uh, happy hours every time we did something great. But the difference to me, The most exciting thing that happened to me that changed my life, which led me to where I am today, is when I did something great. Not only would my bosses recognize me, but they enabled at this company my peers to give me shout outs. 
And I loved it. It made the world of difference because your managers, your the executives at the company, they may not always see what you do, but a lot of time your coworkers do. Hmm. And enabling that really had a drastic impact on my morale, my output. When you just get appreciated and acknowledged for the hard work hmm. you're doing, you want to do it more. It's just simple psychology. So obviously coming from a finance and business perspective, I realized there's a, a sexy SaaS model out there that can float behind this employee recognition, rewards, and engagement category. And after a few years of learning the ropes from some of my mentors who are still at ZipRecruiter today, mm. I moonlit, started building it on the nights and weekends. And then eventually when it hit to a certain scale where I couldn't work at ZipRecruiter anymore, I broke off and have been racing forward ever since with assembly. Fantastic. That's great. And it's interesting, you, you touched on the whole aspects of people feeling valued in an organization which is where the whole engagement piece comes in and you know we know that i think there's some surveys out there that say that on average 84 percent of the workforce are not engaged and that means fully engaged in the company's mission values everything that sort of sort of feet in there and um which is quite a shocking thing and um i know in the last you know nearly 12 months now we've been in more of a remote world and and I've spoken to a lot of organizations where they've found actually by going remote it's become more difficult to keep that engagement going and uh, it's been more of a challenge you know there's not the high five in the office there's not the fruit in the office there's not the having massages like you just said there <laughs> but because not everybody's, everybody's so lucky <laughs> <laughs> everybody's now at home and so I, I think it's a real challenge. And before we just go there, how would you define employee engagement? Yeah, that's a great question too. Engagement and satisfaction, so I would say are totally different things. Satisfaction, and Harvard Business Review writes actually a lot of articles on this. Satisfaction, you have a salary, you have benefits, you have an office or you know, pre-COVID, you had an office. That's just the basic necessities of a job. Engagement, that's why a whole category is around it. That's why there's people with the title of people. There's people officers now. That didn't exist 20 years ago. Engagement is something different. It's the intangibles. It's the culture. It's the reason you want to get up every morning and go to work. It's the acknowledgement that you're doing a great job. It's the ability to work on like the, the actual stuff you're doing. Do you enjoy what you're doing? It's the appreciation everywhere across the company. What's the output of what I'm doing? Is it making a difference? Those are the intangibles that actually make you feel engaged in your work and want to work harder versus doing the bare minimum, which I would say is just basic satisfaction. Mm. And I, I really like that in definition and, and, and just moving on from that. And in terms of, you know, we talk a lot about engagement and people have engagement surveys and, um, and whether they're a good thing or a bad thing or a, yeah, so-so thing. You know, why do you think engagement is important for a company to continue to grow and continue to thrive? You know, people are getting paid, you know. <laughs> what? You know, they're getting paid to do a job. They get KPIs. As long as they hit their KPIs, why does it matter yeah. if they get engaged? Why is yeah, it I mean, it's, it's basic human nature, right? You do something, you want to be acknowledged for it. I was... Before starting this company, I was reading an article from Small Improvements. They're a pretty massive survey company. They interviewed 25,000 employees across an incredible amount of companies. 
And of those 25,000 employees, less than one third of those employees said they were recognized in the past two weeks. And the same number said they weren't recognized the last time they went the extra mile. So just as a human being, just common sense, take the stats away. How would you feel if you went way above and beyond for a company that's not yours, you're a, an employee, you're a mid-level employee at a company, you do everything in your power to make this thing happen, you do a great job, and it just goes completely unnoticed. Does that make you want to do that again? I mean, just naturally, of course it doesn't. You know, if you get recognized, if you get acknowledgement, you will absolutely do it again. You will work harder. You will continue to excel. That's so, the basis of why we built assembly. So is that engagement then creates this sense of, whether well, is it a sense of ownership? Is it a sense of people then going beyond their sort of day-to-day -day, um, passion? Um, I suppose I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to, and I know there's a human factor to it, but why does that then, by having a fully engaged organization, and I'm sure you've got a fully engaged organization, and we'll let's talk about that in a minute, but does that make you a more competitive advantage? Does that make you excel and beat the competition? Does that make you hit those targets? Is, is there some tangibles to all that, of that engagement piece? Because I've been in organizations where we've done the, the yearly engagement surveys and it almost felt like a bit of a i don't know i think just to tick a box as opposed to genuinely canvassing you know um challenges or insights into how how we can be more engaged as an organization uh, and that's what i felt and didn't feel feel totally it felt very mechanical uh, in that sense so why engage really does step up and i don't know maybe on your own company how you you're creating that sense of engagement um as well yeah so i'm gonna flip the script here i'm gonna turn this on you <laughs> coach and work with leaders all over the place the question is if you're doing the bare minimum if you're on autopilot if it's just a machine just running and you're not really there do you think you're getting the same output as someone who wants to give this thing everything they have no, I don't, I don't think I agree. I totally agree. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with engagement. All I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to. Have you got some tangibles in your own business where you've linked it to, whether it's productivity, innovation, creativity, thought beyond just standard, I guess KPIs, the sort of the stuff that makes things go wow, and we we've just suddenly gone into a new sector or into a new industry, or we've just pivoted overnight. That sort of, it's yeah. that, you know, because. You know, if I, if, I, if I look at entrepreneurial companies, smaller companies, there's high engagement. And high engagement has come because, A, they've either got money in it or they're at the start of it. The various ways of, and they've got, you know, massive, and they'll do everything to try and, and as that company gets bigger and bigger, it's trying to maintain that sense of, I guess, um, feeling valued and part of it that you're making a contribution, isn't it, ultimately? And that's that is the challenge. And I think... You know, how do we get to that place of creating that real highly engaged, you know, taking that 84% who are not engaged and making it more like, you know, 10, 20%, depending on the size of your organization, what's realistic? Uh, yeah. How do, we, how, do we, how do we sort of move it forward and, and create that engagement? And I don't think it's just about the the fruit, the massages, and the, the <laughs> Although uh, those are nice. great. They almost feel, <laughs> and they almost, it's almost, Slightly tactical as, as opposed to strategic, I guess, aren't they, really? Yep. So the CEO of ZipRecruiter, a mentor, a hero of mine, 
he made a great statement actually on a podcast like this with a uh, chief strategy officer of ADP. He was saying, when you're in the office, you can go around and literally congratulate, you know, pat on the back, as you said, and congratulate people for their great work. When everybody transitioned to work from home, that became impossible. And if you didn't specifically do things to elevate your culture, it just doesn't self-sustain. It doesn't work like that. Maybe it can if you're five people and you're communicating all day, every day. But if you're bigger than that and have any sort of organizational structure, it just doesn't happen unless you are specific about what you want to do. Mm. And so I've actually built a company with many people who I've never met yet. It's been an interesting experience. We raised our seed round at the very beginning of the pandemic, we've grown 25% in revenue every single month since COVID started. Wow. There's a correlation there. Everybody's looking for remote work solutions and technology to help their processes. Yeah. At my company, I can see the output and what happens when I recognize people consistently for their hard work. I feel like I'm getting maximum output out of everyone in the company. And if we're not getting maximum output, we'd be talking about why and finding a strategy to help them get there. Mm. But I'd love to say the only thing making everybody you know, work to their optimal potential is by using assembly, making sure people are recognized and rewarded for their hard work, not just mm. once a year or during bonus time, but consistently. Mm. That wouldn't be true. You know, We're doing a lot of things to promote a great work culture that's fully remote right now. What, what sort of sure. thing? And I will come on to your your platform in a moment and how that works, which I think would be interesting to uh, people to understand what that how that works. But also, so besides that, because I'm sure you're using that within your organisation, how how else are you creating that sort of engagement or sort of culture that 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 is um, going beyond the office? Because only in the office you're in 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 remote locations now. How how are you creating that? Yeah, it, it takes work. It takes thought and planning. I have a team building uh, team we put together that actually thinks about this continually and makes efforts every week to do something different. So we do a lot of team building efforts. We've done happy hours in the park. It looks pretty ridiculous if we have a beer, everybody's, you know, 10 feet away, just in a giant circle, but it works. You know, it's a chance to get that sort of almost human contact. Yeah, We do scheduled yogas we switch off like once or twice a week in the morning at night and a lot of people do it but we do a bunch of other things as well we on slack so whether you're on slack or google hangouts or microsoft teams like being in constant communication is great that's one thing you really do lose when you're at the office mm. and i always recommend if you can jump on a video call with someone i mean zoom fatigue is a real thing don't yes. don't get me wrong but if you can chat with someone, like I'm looking at, at, at you right now, you can see emotions, you can understand better. You miss out mm. on body language. You can't tell right now if my mm. legs are fidgeting and you can see my hands going up here, but you can't tell what I'm doing here. Mm. That's one thing you lose, but you can get closer if you're mm. on video. So I recommend important meetings to be on video. Don't do it by text, don't do it by Slack. Um, we do one thing that's really interesting. We do daily updates. Transparency is key. I, I want to know what people are doing. I want them to know what I'm doing. Mm. Every morning we get a little blurb. Hey, what are you doing? What do you plan to do today? Any obstacles, anything we can help you with? And people just post like a quick tick, two minutes, give transparency. It's same thing at the end of the day. Mm. What did you do? Were there any hurdles? I love it. I know what everybody's doing. I can see what they've accomplished. 
it's tangible. Um, and then, of course, we do use assembly pretty frequently. So just to give context on what we are as a business, mm. it's a peer-to-peer -peer and manager down employee recognition software. And we've sort of cracked the code on participation. To do anything, you need a few key ingredients. Yeah. You need motivation to do it. You need the incentive to do it. And you need the prompt. You need to be reminded pretty constantly to do something. If it's not mm -hmm. top of mind for you, you just might not do it. Even though you want to do it, you just might not. So our system allows coworkers to give little micro bonuses to one another and that consistent like shout out that you did a great job. Thanks for helping with this pitch or presentation. Great job on those mock designs. In which case, everybody in the company can see it. It goes into our platform, it goes into Slack, it goes into Microsoft Teams, it goes to the email. So this, is like a, this is visible to everybody in terms of people seeing other people's comments or shout outs. That's right. When people aren't in the same office, you can't physically see what they're doing. So no. we do our daily standups, but that doesn't cover everything. We're still missing out on a lot of little wins. And I love celebrating big wins. You know, a lot of companies come to us and they say, hey, we're doing quarterly uh, milestones. We're doing quarterly nominations where one or two people get these big shout outs. I'm like, that's great. Keep doing that. But are you telling me 99% of your company is not getting recognized and that's a good thing? <laughs> and if you are doing recognition and it is like, let's say 10, 20%, which is a little more common. What about the other 80%? How do they feel? Are they missing out on the little wins? Mm. Assembly provides transparency and we gamified recognition so that every time you give recognition, it's fun. And what, so, what, so, when, so, so, you, so you get the, the visibility piece, which is nice, and that's the recognition piece. And But what does somebody get for that? Is it, does, it, does it like accumulate sort of points that give them prizes? I, I don't know how, how it works. <laughs> yeah, so that taps into the incentive piece, which is fun. So the company will allocate everybody, let's say $5 a month, something relatively nominal, to give out little micro bonuses, 20 cents here, 30 cents there, which are attached to recognition posts. And it's mm -hmm. not just thank you. On our platform, you have to write a meaningful message. You know, thank you for the help with this presentation. I couldn't have got it done without you. We closed this deal because of that. Okay, so you, you got to be quite specific. You can't, you can't just click something and just send stuff to people. It's got to be, you got to put, put some effort into it in terms of making it quite specific. Yes, it has to be very specific. If it was just about the reward, what you would end up finding is friends would just swap points with one another and just cash out rewards all the time. Because when you do earn enough points on our platform, we have three categories of rewards, culture, gift cards, and charities. Culture is by far my favorite. These are like, it's a fully customizable platform where you can put things like access to mentorship, education, uh, really anything your heart does. I saw some crazy ones on there. One of our first customers who was a professional poker player, they said, hey, play heads up with the uh, chief sales officer for a chance to win $1,000 if you could beat him one-on-one. Of wow. course, nobody did, but... Uh, the chance is there. Yeah. The great things are the access to mentorship, in my opinion. A lot of companies put in, well, it used to be one-on-one -on -one lunch with the CEO. Now it's like virtual lunch with the CEO, virtual lunch with the CMO, shadow someone from a different position for a day. Like all, all awards you can win through our platform. Yeah. Or like take an education course paid for by the company. Like continuing education only benefits the company. That's fantastic. So they start, they almost they choose things they would like based on what the company's put in there, I guess. 
Exactly. And some companies go wild. Some companies put hundreds of items in there, which is really amazing. I'm, I'm happy to see it. Yeah. Or maybe you don't want a culture award. Maybe you just want your standard gift card. You know, we have every major vendor, Amazon, Starbucks, Nordstrom, Target, Walmart, like pages and pages of options there. Mm-hmm. And then we also have charities, you know, Habitat for Humanity, Girls Who Code, Equal Justice Initiative. You can be selfless. You can be like, I don't want a culture award. I don't want a gift card. I just want to donate to a charity. All that is seamlessly done through our platform. Brilliant. That's fantastic. And how are you finding the, I guess, the participation with that, with the companies that you're that are using it? It's unbelievably high. Like I said, we've tapped into each one of the things that make people do anything. It's not just employee recognition on our software. Anything you do, you need incentive, motivation, and prompt. And so we generally see when you turn on all the bells and whistles, when you have your company branding, and when you give each other points as uh, Adam Lewis, who came on your show once before, they call them Apple Inks, but we call them carrots internally. Coca-Cola calls them Coke bucks. You can give each other currency um, and it, it turns into to something magical. And we generally see higher than 90% engagement, meaning almost everybody in the company is both giving and receiving recognition on a monthly basis. Brilliant. That's amazing. That's incredible. And are the companies that are, I mean, I know this is quite your, how old are you as a company now? We're just about three years old. Yeah. So the companies that you started, I guess, in, in the early days, is this and is this one aspect of a, of, a, of a tool of creating engagement? Are they finding that that is helping them move it forward for them? And how are they measuring that? Or, I mean, I know it's, it can be difficult to measure sometimes. Yeah. So we often run surveys before you launch assembly and after you launch assembly. And that same question, that same study that I pointed to from Tiny Pulse, where one third of employees didn't get recognized in the last two weeks or the last time they went the extra mile. That's a question we also love to ask. Mm. Of course, when you turn on assembly and if you're having 90% participation, that answer cannot be. Statistically, that's just impossible. Yeah. When you go the extra mile, when you have assembly, because everybody's encouraged to do it because it's fun, because you're rewarded for doing a great thing that makes people enjoy where they work even more, mm. you know, it really flips that answer. It changes your NPS score. It changes the viewpoint on your company. Oftentimes, Glassdoor ratings, the viewpoint on your CEO. Mm. If employees are happier, their productivity is going to be better. Their view on the company is going to be better. Like just common sense. If you're happy where you work, you're going to do a better job. Brilliant. And and, and I guess just going back to the whole um, engagement piece, do you think it's something that should be put on as a specific? goal or mission within an organization do you think do you think organizations are doing that the ones you're speaking to are they really going after creating an engaging culture or or is it something that we just should be doing or is it something we should put as a as a piece and then find ways of getting to it through a sort of strategic intent i guess there's over two million small businesses in the united states and a lot of them have your standard hr a whole new breed of HR is coming out with the people title. And the people title is there specifically to promote a positive culture. Mm. Those types of companies are looking for solutions like what I offer and many more. It's not just limited to employee recognition and rewards. There's a lot you can do within this culture suite. You can say it's causation. 
you can say it's correlation and it's probably the latter, but almost every company who joins my platform is dynamically growing. Almost every company is growing in revenue, growing in headcount, even through the pandemic, they've been growing aggressively. And is that because they are investing in their people, because they're giving them recognition, rewards, continuing education, empowering them to do a great job? And could you say that companies who don't take those, like if you're not investing in your people, what is the outcome going to be? So we're gonna leave, we're gonna leave. <laughs> They're going to leave or not be very good, basically. Not very motivated. I mean, that's the important thing is to invest. And whether that's in in this as aspect of things or in training or in development, in some form of investment. And it's as you say, it's not about just the salary. The salary piece is just a, a benchmark of that's it. That's the sort of get people, pay what they need to be paid, all the benefits they need to have. It's the the sometimes the intangible stuff that we need to give. And I agree with you, whether it's the recognition piece, whether it's the you know, a uh, career development as well, which can be part of it as well, making sure someone's got to pass a, not, not such a clear path, but a, a, a path way through that. And whether that means providing support, whether that's through coaching or through training, workshop, various things as well. It's a whole gamut of things, isn't it? To try and create that engaged and ensuring that we think of the person as holistic as opposed to just, you know, they're turning up and they are whatever they do in their job. And that's all they're here for. Actually, no, they come with a whole host of stuff from home and they take a whole host of stuff home as well. And the more you invest in the sort of holistic side and uh, create that sort of sense of who they are as a human, the, the more you'll get from them because they'll feel part of something, isn't it? It's, it's, and it's creating that because engagement is all about creating that sense of being part of something, isn't it? And starting to feel I, I play a part here. And, you know, what your software does, what your... Um, platform does is to create that i can i can i can have an impact in it i can i can say to you know jonathan did a great job today on presenting da 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 and and, and you can feel some sense of there's a responsibility that isn't it a real and it, it, it's, it's good and obviously when you receive that i mean you might get you might get things from people you've never even thought they would say something about you or didn't even think they noticed that you did something what they thought was outstanding and you go Oh wow, and that it makes you feel good, doesn't it? And it, it's and it makes you feel yes, I'm going to keep going at this because I'm getting all that encouragement. And it's beyond just your line manager, which is what I like. It's more of a broader peer thing and organisational piece. And to me, it is something vital in this context. And you know, talking to organisations to try and keep that remote sort of engagement going. And there's obviously various ways we can do that with the Zoom thing and everything else. And but I think this one is, is quite a really nice, tangible way of going. Um, I just want to just put this up for you on the uh, screen, which will make you smile. So Amanda, obviously from Apply, is just uh, sent in a little the Apple links. <laughs> so, <laughs> the local currency, I love it. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, um, was my train of thought going with that. So. What other ways? Obviously, I think what you've got is um, a really great tool, and um, I'm not surprised you're growing at the rate you're growing. And you know, in some ways, probably the pandemic's been a 
a one that's kicked you more into the momentum that you're having now because I think it's needed and that, that's fine and that's that's great you're but you're providing something that's really valuable and really helpful as as an aspect toolkit to create that engagement what other ways do you think we can do that in a remote world I mean you mentioned a few things you said before about curating some sort of you know um, um using zoom is there any other ways that you found useful uh, in your business yourself or heard other companies do and thought that's a really good approach to create that engagement in a re remote world i mean there's a million things you could potentially do but it all revolves around the topic we discussed just a few minutes ago is transparency yeah provide transparency into the work culture bring people together if you lack that human element you lack that real tie to the company if there's no connection anymore like when you join a company you usually make some like work best friends you go to happy hours, you, you go out on the weekends, you do things with them. If you're a remote and you can't be with other people, what are you gonna do to make sure that happens? Like nobody wants to do another Zoom happy hour. Some of them could be really awkward if there's 50 tiles on the screen. Yes. <laughs> Maybe you do a more intimate one with just a couple people. Maybe you go to a park or do a social distant walk and wear masks. You just, you have to be proactive during this pandemic, during work from home, or if you're gonna remain a remote work company, mm -hmm. if you're not investing in your people, transparency, to make sure their work is noticed, to make sure they feel appreciated, to make sure they're getting the work they want too, like mm -hmm. regular check-ins, one-on-ones, if you don't hold one-on-ones and make sure they're consistent, you're really missing out. Because the truth is if you ask someone, candidly, how are you feeling? They may just fully unload on you. They may tell you everything they're feeling and then it becomes actionable. So as a company, as an organization, you have to make sure you're doing those things to progress your company, mm. to progress your culture and to make sure you have a positive environment for people to work. That's brilliant. And I think it goes back to that, making sure that this is center stage. We have a goal or whatever, however you want to be able to term it, that we want to create an engaging culture. And then out of that, we go. How do we do that? And then, and as they we use various ways, and it depends on the on the teams, on the on the people, and where they are. Uh, but also making it uh, not so the whole sort of mandatory, the whole sort of oh, we're going to have a happy hour, and some people don't really want to do that, and it's slightly awkward, sure. and and it's not and it's not forced. It's a sort of a choice as well, and and giving options, I guess, isn't it? And allowing people to have a different and and almost reading your team and your employees depending where they're at. And spending what they're doing and being, I suppose, flexible, but at the core of it, thinking how can we engage, keep our engaged culture, and then using these various other tools and approaches uh, to do that. Um, well, I, thank you for your uh, your wise words today, Jonathan, and I, and I love what you're doing, and I, I think you've got something. It's it's quite special. Uh, it's one of those things that's incredibly simple. Um, and, 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 and which is good. What I like about it is, is it is simple. And I know there's a lot goes around um, behind. Um, um, I don't know. It's very very simple. But it, I like the simplicity of it all, and I think it's a really good tool uh, to help that engagement and on on mass. You know, because it, it's it's driven by technology. It's not about any sort of clunkiness and lots of paper. You don't have to do lots of presentations. It's all very simplified, and I think it's amazing what you're doing. And I think you're going to tremendous amount of success uh, in that. So how can people get hold of you and how people get to sort of uh, get in conversation with you, I guess, about it? 
Yeah. So my email is jonathan at joinassembly.com. I'd love to hear any feedback, any requests, any information on company culture. I'd love to help out. So feel free to reach out or go to joinassembly.com and sign up. Brilliant. Well, thank you for your time today, Jonathan. No, thank you. This was a lot of fun. Appreciate you having me. Brilliant. Thank you. If you like this episode, then please do subscribe, do share with your friends and do check out other episodes in the series. If you're looking for support and help in your organization to create a resilient culture, then please do get in contact with me on julianrobertsconsulting.com. Thank you.